0: Yeah, host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back whether they are good or they're bad. With the hottest movies and non-release. I am talking about details and what I see. So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah. And now, recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States. Keith. So here we go. We got a movie that is... Well, it was one best picture. Um, that's what I'm going to talk to you about tonight. Is Spotlight for 2015? Um, it stars uh, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Lee Schreiber, John Slattery, Stanley Tucci, Billy Crudup, and uh, Brian D'Arcy James. Tom McCarthy uh, directs this. Um, it's the you know story of a. <clears throat> The group was called Spotlight, and it's a Pulitzer Prize-winning group from 2003. It was the effort of those four journalists um, that basically uncovered the hidden, secret, tepid, horrid plot of the Catholic Church uh, to cover up the child abuse cases that was rampant, and it really wasn't just there, but this was where it really came to light. Um, you really get sort of a small-town feel from this movie. Um, you know, Boston was really depicted as being insular, uh, away ra- from the world, and, and, you know, I've been there, and I kind of almost uh, completely understand where they're coming from there. Schreiber, um, Schreiber's character... Uh, really comes into this movie as Marty Baron um, in a muted role, and it's it's somewhat almost ironic, having been a New Yorker for a considerable period of time, to have a New York Jew come in to, um, you know, lead the Boston Globe uh, as editor, and um, you know, enlist this spotlight crew to go after. The Catholic Church, in a very subdued and muted uh, fashion, um, you know. I mean, he's a New Yorker and he's Jewish and he's going after the Catholic Church in Boston. I mean, it's almost you know Yankees versus you know, um, you know Yankees versus Red Sox. So it, it, it couldn't get any better than that from that sense of, of where he was coming from and what he was doing. Um, this is old school journalism And this was This was 2002 You know In 2002 You know We go back And we were to You know Turn back time That was almost like Ancient times This is This is right after 9-11 And the events in the story Actually affect their ability To be able to perform um, Their work around uh, This This uh, You know Sensational article So you know, and from that perspective, it was great. It was a good movie. Um, the cast was fantastic. You got Marf Ruffalo. You got, uh, you know, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, uh, Lee Schreiber. They all did a fantastic job. And they all had sort of muted roles. It wasn't about their lives, even though they brought the elements of their lives into the movie. Um, you know, uh you get to see each element. Each person gets has a little bit of a play. Uh, Walter Robinson, who was played by Michael Keaton, you know, he has this. You know, he has a self-effacing uh, element where he shows that you know the uh, he had an opportunity to, to discover this before, to uncover it, and to be sensational, and and yet there was. He passed on it, and, and and he didn't even realize he did it because it was so, the, the part that was so, um, you know, part of the sy- system, the systemic, essentially uh, precluded that from happening. You know, Sasha, played by uh, McAdams, or Rachel McAdams, uh, she attends church every week with her, her grandmother, and basically she starts to have a crisis of conscience in doing so um mark uh mark ruffalo plays michael um and he has a great range in this because he's like, you know, for a little bit of it, he's he's sort of, uh, you know, getting into the story. And then all of a sudden he's running all over the place and nine eleven drops and he can't get to the story. And, you know, then he's trying to get papers to kind of prove his point. And, you know, there's all kinds of uh, things that he kind of adds to it. And he has a great range. He has a great, um, he's, he's a fantastic, uh, you know, actor and uh he, you know, he adds a great deal of weight to this movie. So, you know, ultimately, this movie, you know, shows us that a lot of the safety nets that we have are gone. The world's exposed; it's turned upside down. Um, you know, and from the sensational articles that they they put out there, um, they uh, really bring down a basic entity that can't, you know, nobody would have thought that would have ever occurred. Um, The characters themselves are sort of driven by their own motives, however. And there's, I think, from a certain perspective, I like the fact that they show that the characters are driven to get the scoop first. Because ultimately, they're newspaper guys and this is an age when newspapers had relevance um i think it's a dying breed uh because we all have instantaneous knowledge about news and all of it most of it's reported by happenstance or people on the scene because we all have cameras and we all have the ability to tweet so um news has changed to some extent you don't get the scoop the way you used to um, uh, and it's made it probably more challenging for everyone involved. I liked the movie overall. it was fantastic. It had a great story. it had a great um character base and um I actually am going to rate this as an a minus. It it's really tough to get an A for me um so this is you know the movie of the year from from the uh, Academy Awards and I'll give it an a minus. Um, because it was well done on all aspects. We will talk to you again soon. You have been listening to the Movies, Cigars, and a Brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at MoviesCigarsAndaBrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Movie Cigar Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. I know there's things you cannot tell me. But also know there's a story here, and I think everybody will hear about it. Do you think your paper has the resources to take that on? I do. Do you? The Boston priests molested kids in six different parishes over the last 30 years. The church found out about it and did nothing. We haven't committed any long-term investigative resources to the case. No, we haven't. And that's the kind of thing your team would do spotlight Guys, listen. Everybody's gonna be interested in this. Obviously, the church will fight us very hard. I'm trying to get some background information. I don't want you recording this in any way, shape or form. Nothing. We understand you've settled several cases against the church. I can't discuss that. There aren't any records of any of these settlements. Nope. When you're a poor kid from a poor family, and when a priest pays attention to you, it's a big deal. How do you say no to God? This is this the tip line? You think you've got something? I wanna keep digging. We need to focus on the institution. Show me that it came from the top down. They'll try to silence anyone who speaks out. You leave me alone, you hear me, goddammit? 6% act out sexually. 6% is 90. 90 priests. If there were 90 of these bastards, people would know. Maybe they do. You're gonna give me the names, and the names of their victims. Are you threatening me? I was doing my job. Yeah, you and everyone else. I am here because I care. We're gonna tell this story. We're gonna tell it right. I can't believe you. I'm hoping we can keep this between us until we all get on the same page. Is that why we're here, to get on the same page? We've got two stories here. A story about degenerate clergy and a story about a bunch of lawyers turning child abuse into a cottage industry. Which story do you want us to write? Because we're writing one of them. I'm not crazy, they control everything. This is not just Boston, it's a whole country, it's the whole world. They knew and they let it happen. It could have been you, it could have been me, it could have been any of us.